0: Here is my reality reflection for today. So happy Labor Day to people out there. It's in America. We have a lot of people that probably work in corporate America that are not having to work today. There are some people out there that do have to work. Maybe you're in retail, maybe you work from home. I'm not sure, but Labor Day is today, Monday, Monday. It's also September 4th, and this is the day that I am starting my 33-day consecration to Jesus through Mary with St. Louis de Montfort, true devotion to Mary, and I absolutely forgot how much pre-reading there is. And when I say reading, I'm talking about listening, (laughs) because that's how I do it, I listen to it, not read it myself. Again, I'm a slow reader. I comprehend slowly. <clears throat> Excuse me. I will fall asleep. No doubt. Fall asleep reading a book. Anyway, even, even if it's a really, really good one or a lighter one, but I'm telling you the St. Louis de Montfort one is heavy, but it's been great. And I want to read to you again It's beautiful. It's a beautiful reflection of who we are as children of God, and it comes from day one. It's the reflection. It's Matthew 5, 1 through 19, and it's very different in how it reads, so I'm going to read it exactly the way that it reads. I don't know what Bible this is from, but Okay, here we go. And seeing the multitudes, he went up into a mountain, and he was set down, and his disciples came unto him. And opening his mouth, he taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Does that ever bother you? Blessed are the poor in spirit? What does that mean? Okay, so I looked that up for those of you who it bothers. In the scriptures, the literal poor are considered especially close to God because of their complete dependence upon him. They place their trust and confidence in God rather than in material possessions or worldly power. In the Gospel of Matthew, this blessedness is extended to all people regardless of their status in the world. Who recognize their complete dependence and reliance on God. To be poor in spirit is to be humble, recognize our sinfulness, and to trust in more, whoops, and to trust, yeah, that's how it says. I didn't make that mistake. And to trust more in God than in the things of the world. Okay. Okay. Some people get twisted up by the poor in spirit. I don't know what that means. So again, be humble, recognize your sinfulness, and to trust God more than in the things of this world. Okay. Sorry. Excuse me. Let's go back. Where were we? Okay. And opening his mouth, he taught them, saying... Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are the meek, for they shall possess the land. Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are they that hunger and thirst after justice, for they shall have their fill. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the clean of heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called children of God. Blessed are they that suffer persecution for justice' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are ye when they shall revile you and persecute you and speak all that is evil against you untruly for my sake. Be glad and rejoice. For your reward is very great in heaven. For so they persecuted the prophets <laughs> for so they persecuted the prophets that were before you. You are the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its flavor, wherewith shall it be salted? It is good for nothing anymore but to be cast out and to be trodden on by men. You are the light of the world. A city seated on a mountain cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but upon a candlestick, that it may shine to all that are in the house. So let your light shine before men, that they may see your good works and glorify your father who is in heaven. Do not think that I am. Look at this. This is crazy. He doesn't say that I have come to destroy the law. He's saying, I am, I am, which in the old Testament is God. Tell them who I am. I am is the name. So here, here you go. Do not think that I am. Come to destroy the law or the prophets. I am not come to destroy, but to fulfill. Isn't that bizarre? For amen, I say unto you till heaven and earth pass one jot or one little, oh, or one tittle shall not pass of the law till it all be fulfilled. He therefore That shall break one of these least commandments, and shall so teach men, shall be called the least in the kingdom of heaven. But he that shall do and teach, he shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. That's a lot. But what I think we should all do is just go back again. It's Matthew 5 1 through 19 and honestly sit with it for a while. When I think of me consecrated myself to Jesus through Mary, I'm really looking to tap into Mary, Mary and her humility, Mary and her complete offering to God, her whole life, her body, her soul. I mean, Jesus grew in her, and then throughout her time here on earth, Jesus lived with her, Jesus obeyed her, and of course, up in heaven, at least this is what St. Louis de Montfort says, and it makes sense, there's still a level of obeying his mother, because his mother is up there, sitting at his right side, Jesus' right side, and they are together working to divvy up grace to people. And back in the book of Genesis, boom. God said, "I will put enmity between you, you you serpent, Satan, your seed and her seed. Done." So God already told us that Mary is the one, right? It was Eve and Mary is the new Eve. Jesus is the new Adam, the perfect ones that are finally here on earth, that are guiding us and leading us and giving us their church, all that kind of stuff when they were here. Anyway, I digress, but it is a reminder Of the fact that we belong to Mary and Eve's seed. Mary being the new Eve. And the mother of God. Why wouldn't we want her protection? Her guidance? And that's really her only role is to guide us to Jesus. Where we're going to be healed. We're going to be redeemed again. Not to mention, she's also... Filled with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit overcame her. Jesus was put into her womb, right? She developed Jesus, but she was also the spouse of the Holy Spirit. She was sinless. She was perfect. Okay, let's tap into Mary. And it's pretty blatant that St. Louis de Montfort is basically saying, look, if we don't have a relationship with Mary, we don't have a relationship with God. And that's something to think about because Mary is the mother of God. So why wouldn't we have a relationship with the mother of God, this perfect person who gave her life fully and holy, the one and only human being that we can ask for help who God chose and she said yes to. Why not ask for that perfect human being, that creation, to come into our life and help us get to Jesus, help us be healed, right? That's the whole thing about the consecration. The fastest way to get to Jesus. That's at least the simplest way I could explain it to you. And I got that one from Father Michael Gately. Okay, let's pray. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Oh, come Holy Spirit, open our hearts to love Mary more, to seek her, to talk to her, to ask her to come into our heart, to spend some time reflecting on her son in the rosary, actually reflecting on her and Jesus in the rosary through the mysteries. Jesus, help us to love your mother the way that you do. We know that nobody can outlove her like you. And Mary, we ask that you help us to love Jesus like you do. And we know that nobody can outlove Jesus like you. But we know we got a lot of room in all of our hearts to love you more and to bring you more into our day where we spend our time with you, our currency, and we reach out in a vulnerable way and have open and honest conversations with you. And then we let it go and you, Jesus and Mary can take it all and do with it what you will. That's the walk. And we ask that you open our hearts and put it in our souls to spend Some time with you 30 minutes an hour and then help us fight through any distractions any uncomfortable feelings that we have when we're trying to quiet our minds and hear your voice and your guidance and your direction we also ask for the Holy Spirit To ignite inside us our guardian angel, all the holy angels and saints around us to help us fight. Mary, wrap us in your blue mantle. Jesus, pour your precious blood all over us today so that we can be love and mercy to others. In your holy name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Okay. Mary, 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 Mary. Go to her today. This is just day one. And what am I going to do the rest of this day? It's still part of my holiday, if you will. But I'm doing the podcast. I'm going to listen do all of the, all of the pre-work that I'm supposed to be kind of boning up on. It's going to be a review, but it's all good, amazing stuff. Just look at the little gems that I pulled out for you just from day one. And that actually, you know, just day one was just the reading. Not all this other stuff that really just weighed on my heart. I am Mary's seed, the new Eve, and I want her to be active in my life, and I want, as I've done every single year, to truly consecrate myself to Jesus through her, so I just basically give everything to Mary, I say you, and Jesus figure it out, that's how it works, okay, I love you all. Find something more with God and Mary. (laughs) Soul, mind, and body. And have a blessed and inspired day.